is it time to worry about the rookie quarterbacks? Tom Brady gets to come home against the New England Patriots. What team had only one passing yard more than I did? And man, those Eagles just look super rough. Welcome to the Dynasty Mafia podcast, everybody. This is Antonio Denisi with you as always. Welcoming in Keenan Jimajic and Eric Denisi. How are we tonight, fellas? Doing good over here. I'm doing great. I love how Eric just doesn't even wait for me to answer anymore. He just answers. But there's no awkward silence anymore. I love it. He's learning. I'm I don't humble. have to edit out anything, any, any yeah. short. Uh, shorten any part of that. Uh, no, Eric's learning. He's getting good, man. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> now we play yeah, so, uh, yeah, but well, yeah, to answer your question, is it time to worry about the rookie quarterbacks? Yes. Let's get right into it. It's definitely time to worry about those rookie quarterbacks. I, I know, I know, Eric, you're a big Zach Wilson fan. I, I had high hopes for. Uh, the kid in Chicago, uh, Justin Fields, and everyone thought Mac Jones was the next Tom Brady during training camp. But this class has very—I don't—I don't—I don't want to say they underperformed, but they're definitely not doing what previous first-round uh, quarterback classes have. Um, look at what look at what Allen's class did. Uh, Baker and and Lamar Jackson got in there a little bit when, with Flacco and. And last year with Burrow, um, even Sunshine this year, he's not he hasn't looked that well, hasn't played that that well. You know, I think that's something that you're mentioning, though, is they haven't played that well. Um, you know, Burrow really didn't look that good. He was just throwing a lot last year until he got injured. I, the um, difference though is he was hitting his wide receivers. Where I maybe Mac Jones, I haven't really watched much of him, but Justin Fields looked awful and and Zach Wilson, I don't know if he's just said F it and I'm just going to start throwing throwing the ball all over the place. I don't care if it gets picked off or not. But it just – Yeah, you're not seeing signs of encouragement. That's, yeah, at least Burrow uh, last year. Like, yeah, he threw it 50, 60 times – not 60, but 40, 50 times. But there were some games where I was like, oh, this guy – you could see – you could see – you could see the potential in him. I just haven't seen it yet in his class yet. Yeah, but we saw it from Herbert right when he came in. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna One more thing in. before 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 I yeah. I can before I kill these quarterbacks, I want to say is these teams aren't helping these rookie quarterbacks out at all. Chicago, I don't know what the hell they're doing. New England, like I said, I haven't really watched much of Mac Jones. Um, and and uh, who's the other quarterback? Oh, Zach Wilson. The, I mean, the Jets are a disaster. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, so I get it. Why you why you're worried? Um. I'd be worried about Justin Fields too because Biggie said yeah, he's the worst out of all five of them. And you so. want to know what? When, Big, when Biggie when Biggie says something, he's always right. Always, always. So yeah, he had one no, more yard than you. Yeah, I'm not worried though. I'm not worried because just like what you're saying, like a few like Mahomes, uh, Herbert, you know, even Burrow, like they're all showing flashes right out of the gate. Even Josh Allen did, but Josh Allen still had a really rough first couple of years um really his first year um and then his second year is really when he started to shine but just like herbert last year and and burrow too late last year before he got hurt he showed he showed flashes you know i think we we're just like maybe expecting too much of them and we're not really and we need to just take back and realize hey this is their first three games as nfl quarterbacks 
Um, and most of the time, you know, quarterbacks aren't expected to start right out of the gate like that. And on top of that, like you said, Keenan, they aren't given much help. Um, and not only that, we still have to see what Lanta is. Um, oh, totally forgot about him. Yeah. So, you know, he's probably in the best position. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's sitting pretty right now, but, um, I'm not worried yet. The uh, the quarterbacks, the rookie quarterbacks to, together have a uh, win loss record combined of one in ten. That one the, win, uh, one win is Mac Jones over Zach Wilson. Interesting. So, yeah, they're they're not doing too hot uh, thus well, far. Well, speaking of rookie quarterbacks, tomorrow's night game, tomorrow's game is against is uh, Jacksonville versus Cincinnati. It's the last two number one overall picks, so it'll be interesting to see how well uh, Lawrence matches up with Burrow, which I think Burrow is going to be amazing. I, I still, I still think that I know he's, I think he's underappreciated and he's made, he's made strides after that injury. I think I, he looks better than I expected. Yeah. He's one of many teams that um, are not giving a lot of help to their quarterback, as we are mentioning with their offensive lines. Uh, so it's going to be tough, but we're going to talk about that game a little bit later. We're going to preview that. Uh, we're going to talk about a few buys and sells. We're going to talk about a couple winners and losers from week three. Um, we're going to recap a few big performances. Uh, we're going to give a rebound player as well. So we have a, a lot of good info today. Uh, probably Thursday, September 30th. By the time you're hearing this, we're recording a Wednesday evening. Uh, so hopefully you guys had a good waiver week. How much, uh, how much did Chuba Hubbard go for in, uh, in your leagues, I seen fifty five as the highest. The most, the most we had. I forgot what league it was. It was sixty one though. Yeah, sixty one was, was, was uh, my, my league. Was that? Was that? Yeah, I, I think I it mean, was Mitch. When, no, so six. No, that's I what I would have. I got him in oh, yeah, you. And listen, so sixty one percent would have been. So I'm facing um, the guy who has Christian McCaffrey. So I bid fifty five on Hubbard just because, and I'm I mean I'm throwing him in my lineup too because we got the extra flex this year too. So um, I thought that was a good move, but no, it was oh, two keepers. You know what? It's me. Sixty one. Me. Sixty one was me. So uh, I got, drafted McCaffrey him? in that league. Yeah. Well, I, well, that was my point. I was going to make that point. Like yeah. if you had McCaffrey, you had to spend the money. Where I was, I was like, I was looking at all my teams. I'm like, I don't really want to spend the money on a running back is going to be a backup in two weeks because they're not putting him on the IR, and which is awesome that he prevented that, a serious injury. Um, but I think you guys both made a good case. Uh, hey, I'm playing you. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this player from you. And Antonio, you have CMC, so you kind of need it. Well, or you could trade him. I mean, let's think about it. Like yeah. that kind of a player right now, the hottest commodity thus far, you could probably trade him for a pretty penny that's still worth whatever fab you spent. Yeah. Um, if you don't need him, and I mean, yeah, I have, I had CMC and then Damian Harris, so uh, I really had to do something there. I thought Kenyon Drake would have been a good backup, but uh, apparently Peyton Barber is is uh, apparently Kenyon Drake is getting paid to to truly just be a backup, he's no a, matter who the starting running back is. He's I, a I, I heard he's in the doghouse because he missed a block, a blocking assignment. I mean, that's that's quite the dog. They're they're paying that dog a lot of money to sit in the house due to that one block. I'm just saying. I wish I was that dog. I let me be that dog, dude. So speaking, backtracking, uh, Justin Fields had sixty-three yards passing, I believe, yep. or 60, 63 yards passing, or sixty-eight-seven. Yeah. But uh, with with the sacks that he had he had taken, uh, there was a few of them. 
Uh, he actually netted one. They had one team passing yard. One team passing yard. Amazing. So Chicago Absolutely. Bears, one team passing yard. Absolutely. I, I had one less yard on Sunday. We all did, you know. We actually, collectively, if we each had one yard, we would have had more than the Chicago Bears. Listen, there's no way either of us was getting one yard. You put I, all I have to do. We just got to throw the ball. Listen, we no. don't have. We don't have no, to run. We don't I didn't to. say we had to run. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You really don't think you can complete a pass in the NFL? No, but by the time you snap the ball and you look up, you're gonna have someone in your face. How many chances it, are you giving yourself? Listen, it, it, let's just say you can't get injured. You got a hundred. You got chances getting. Yeah, your team don't pass. You don't complete a pass. How many chances? Ten. Ten. I can complete a pass. I don't think you could. The NFL average is what sixty-two percent. You're gonna tell me that I can't get one fifth. Listen, you know, just, bag- I just got, dude. I just need someone to run across. I don't even care if it's tight end. Just turn around, <laughs> block, turn around. Balls right. By the there. time they turn around, you're sacked. That's how fast it is. It's three seconds. All right, back have, to we might have to put that. On, we might have to put that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that that, that's a good poll. All right, but. Who's your favorite rookie for the rest of the season? Quarterback, if you had to start one. Who you said Lance Eric earlier? I said he's in the best position. I didn't. Hmm. If I had to start one for the rest of the year, no, I did not say Lance. Well, no, I, no, not not start, but who you have a better rest of the year? I think it has to be Trevor Lawrence for me. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I don't want to take the easy way out, but uh Lance, we saw his rushing ability with that that touchdown. Um, regardless of it just being the one play and he used his legs, I mean, he did it pretty well for being an eight, eight to nine-yard scramble. Um, but I think Lawrence looks really crappy, but he's he's going to get better and he's going to improve. Um, Mac Jones uh, threw a couple touchdowns or a couple interceptions. I think he's – what? that's now him, Lawrence, Wilson. Did Fields throw two interceptions? No, but uh, the three of them have at least uh, multiple picks. Uh, Davis, I think he threw multiple interceptions. So, uh, yeah, they're definitely having a year, um, but I think Lawrence is who I'm going to have to go with. I, as I agree. unfortunate as it is. Um, I don't even know, though. Like, is he even – like, in a two-quarterback league, are you still starting him in a two-quarterback league? Because you obviously aren't in a one. I think he gets better. Are we talking about Trevor Lawrence here? Yeah, just right right now yeah, though, like I, like I think, like week four. Could you can you start him tomorrow night? Well, yeah, I, I would. I think he has he's almost guaranteed two touchdowns a game, just because of, of his wide receivers. All right. Well, let's talk about some news and notes real quick uh, before we do actually get into uh, some more uh, here. So we had a trade. A little unusual of a trade with the deadline coming up uh, in a few weeks. A blockbuster trade, big trade. Uh, but, no, it does involve uh, the team uh, that is playing tonight, Jacksonville Jaguars. They traded away C.J. Henderson's second-year corner, so they sent him in a six-round pick over to the Panthers for uh, Dan Arnold and a third. So we lost that uh, Darnold to Arnold connection. Uh, so that's kind of – Who's their tight end now? So now, well, so now you have Ian Thomas, who's been there I think his third year, uh, but if not, their rookie Tommy Tremble, who had a rushing touchdown, um, they they used him a rushing touchdown and end around with a tight end. So I don't know. That's kind of ironic that he was came in, performed, did what he wanted to do, and now you see 
uh, Dan Arnold getting shipped out. So uh, Jacksonville was really interested in Dan Arnold in the offseason. Carolina wound up getting his services. Um, so, and I think sending a third round pick, that's valuable. Like some people thought that Henderson was getting traded for like dirt cheap, but like you got to look like that third round pick still going to be valuable. There's been a lot of assets in the third round that have been getting drafted, uh, you know, and they got rid of a, a player that, I don't know. I think that they've been probably trying to shop him for a little bit, to be honest with you. Um, but I think he's promising. They just lost JC Horn. Uh, the Panthers did for a while. So uh, he's out for the season, right? He broke, he broke like four bones in his foot or something like that. I don't recall if they confirm he's out for the whole season, but if not, he's out for at least three months. So yeah, he'll be out a while. Imagine, imagine breaking your foot. You'd, you, you break your foot on that first play that you try to complete. Eric broke his leg trying to walk onto a tractor. Is this true? <laughs> no, what? That was Teresa. I broke no, my I foot know. jumping off a slide when I was two years old, though. Yeah, well, you so did I don't something. Really remember it. You did yeah, something. Then you my, break your leg my, when you were like 15, ankle? No, I broke my ankle in high school. I was playing football. That's what it was, jumping on a tractor. No. Um, <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, all right. Marlon Mack got approved uh, Listen, to seek a trade from Indy. This is the guy that everyone should have targeted in uh, in Dynasty. I picked him up in all Dynasty leagues that he was available. Hey, you might be able to throw a third-round pick. If you he, know, if if he, the Panthers are throwing on a third. You might be able to throw on a third. Yeah, if he gets traded, let's say to, I don't know, the Rams. Mm, I don't know about the Rams, but I was thinking, to be honest, I was thinking about San Francisco. I don't know if they would waste, no, I don't want to call it waste, but I don't know if they would spend the money because they have Sermon. No, they but if it. they keep if they keep getting injuries, though, like if Mitchell doesn't come back and, um, oh, New England, that could be another one. That would kill my Damian Harris. Sucks. Yeah, but Marlon Maxone can catch. Um, you don't use him too much. They have Naeem Hines, but, um, yeah, I don't know how much – how many uh, suitors he may have. Uh, but Joe Judge wants first-round pick uh, Kadarius Tony to start getting involved more in the offense. I mean, you're not the only one, Joe Judge. Yeah, he doesn't, the problem is one of us are calling the plays. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't get it either. You don't say, Joe Judge. Uh, yeah. What a, what a mess that is. How about that Eli Manning uh, jersey ceremony? And they were booing, they were booing the GM and the coach. How about that? What a what a disaster! <laughs> and Eli Manning uh, doing a really good impression on Monday Night Football with his brother. Now, you guys watch that? Yeah, I did. I, I I have to go back and watch it. I can't watch it during a game, but I go back and watch it. I don't know. Yeah, why I don't either. Here. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't watch it either. I, I mean, I, I, it sounds like I'm one of the only people that don't. So it's yeah. good to hear that you don't either. I go um, back and watch it. So I spent. I don't go to bed till like two o'clock on Monday nights now when uh, when they're doing it because I have to rewatch the game with with them and they are hilarious. And so Eli Eli just disses his brother uh, Peyton. He lifted his shirt up. He goes yeah. he goes put your shirt down. I can see your pit stains. <laughs> I was I was dying. I was in t- uh, one o'clock in the morning. I'm in tears downstairs watching watching these idiots. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't make fun of Eric. He gets uh, he gets upset too easily, so wow. I just got I just got to be nice about, it. especially when we're on uh, an atmosphere like this. You know, don't want him walking off and or crying and getting made fun of. You're just scared. Like that. Yeah, can we talk we'll about. Can we talk about Josh Allen here for a second, guys? Winning a- AFC Offensive Player of the Week again. The- he seems to do that a lot lately. Not that it you know I mean, fantasy matters, but I mean it's good because that means he's got good performances. 26% of 
it, it, he's won AFC uh, Offensive Player of the Week in, in 19 starts. And, yeah. and, and Superhero Mahomes is in the conference, which, which makes the stat even more impressive. I'm going to ask this question really lightly, and I'm going to ask it to Eric. I'm not going to ask it to you, Keenan, because I know how you've been. Are you worried about the Chiefs right now, Eric? Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, no. I, Patrick, he still threw three touchdowns. Um, I mean, it's not like, you know it, – it, are you where we, we were all worried about the Bills after week two, right? And then what? They came out week three and put up over 40 points. I mean, I don't point. they have Tyreek Hill, they have Travis Kelsey, they have Patrick Mahomes, they have Andy Reid. They're going to get it back on track. Um, I have, you know, Travis Kelsey's doing great too for your fantasy teams, and, and they're arguably doing bad right now. So, you know what? No, I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about them fantasy wise, but I don't think they're a guaranteed number one seed anymore. That's where I'm at. I just think I think they gotten in the habit of underperforming. And the and the stats the stats show they haven't covered since week eight of last of last of last year. Like they're uh, the the spread Vegas, Vegas spread yeah. yeah, but they've won. Yeah, they, they that's, come. That's they, the thing. Yeah, they, they come back and win, but it's going to eventually catch up to you. Like, you can't keep going down by double digits and expect you're going to come back. It almost did catch up to them a couple times, but whatever. The Bills are going to beat them week five. Yeah, that's going to be a big matchup. Um, but you're right, though. It was nice to see Josh Allen bounce back. You also um, got Chiefs- mentioned on the Chiefs, too. Yeah. Um. Also, like, you think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to have 17 for 100 every single game? Um, I don't know. I feel like they just had a run game going, too, as well. So, I mean, Tyreek didn't have, like, the best game. But, you know, he he had a monster first game. Um, I don't don't remember his exact stat line. but They didn't really start using CEH either until, like, the second half. Well, it was was at 10 to 7. um, 10 to 7 at halftime. So the point, yeah. the point total, the overrunner of the game was 54. Uh, yeah. And they scored 17 points at halftime, and they ended with 54 total points. So they scored 37 points in the second half. So you know it was a riot. Uh, but, yeah, Tyreek Hill still didn't do too much. Um, CEH started getting work. Travis Kelsey started getting work. Um, you know, talking about Tyreek Hill is just making me think about how – I mean, you guys know I was heavily invested in wide receivers this year when we drafted. Um, so I, I did I did a lot of that. You know, I got the DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, uh, Kelvin Ridley, um, you know, the Allen Robinson combinations. None, doesn't it seem like none of the wide receivers are doing well? Is it just me who has that same thought right now? Or Well, I think they're – I mean, you had Amari Cooper do really well week Amari. one. And then he – I don't know. He's kind of disappeared the last two weeks. It might be that rib injury. I feel like – there's so many great wide receivers right now that we're so used to seeing all seeing you know a handful of wide receivers do really well every week, but there's so many of them now where it's not possible for them to all do really good every every week unless you're Cooper Cup. Yeah, well, yeah I, I, I think you're I think you're wrong. I think the wide receivers are doing fantastic. Um, 
like Keenan said, there's just so many of them. Kind of what we saw just the football world shift into kind of last year is we saw random names just having monster weeks every single week. It was just a random name was just going off. Um, and maybe, gonna... maybe I should reword like I meant like the top 10 wide receivers. You know, like, doesn't it seem like those guys aren't doing too much? Like Keenan said, like Amari Cooper, he had a good week one. Tyreek Hill had a good week one. Since then, they haven't done much. Justin Jefferson bounced back. DK Metcalf bounced back. Adam struggled like the, the first best two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like in your top 10 right now? I mean, Jefferson. Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson. Weeks. Justin Jefferson. So here's your here's your top your top 12, top 13, because I'll include Mark, Tyreek Hill because he's, he's there. So Devontae Adams. Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, and Tyreek Hill. So four of the top 13 wide receivers were drafted in the top 10 of wide receivers. So I just find that interesting. You know, next week will be a week four, so we're not a full quarter, but we're really close to a quarter through, so we'll have, like, a good leg. I don't know. I like to split the season up into quarters. Um, well, I did when it was 16 weeks. Well, two um, and two every, every four weeks, you'll make the playoffs. Yeah, well, you know, just to try to try to get everything, but but I don't, I don't know. I mean, speaking of playoffs, like I don't know. I'm not too worried about 0 and three this year, as you obviously were in years past. There was 13. Nah, I got 14. If, I'm, if I have an 0 and three team, I'm worried. 0 and four worries me more. I don't know, but with that yeah. mindset though, of like like I have a I have a I have a one and a couple one and two teams, for example, and I have my wide receivers on those teams are AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, and a combination of Cooper Cup, DJ Moore. And um, I think like Juju Smith Schuster. So like I got those five between those two. So like I'm one and two. I'm not worried though if I go one and three. Really? You know what I mean? I, uh, that that is such a solid wide receiver core that I just I I mean yes. Am I worried? Of course I'm going to be worried, but I'm not like wow my playoff chances are gone because I just I have good wide receivers. My running backs are going to be serviceable and work out. And I have something I didn't do normally. Um, that I actually did this year that I think might be saving me is I drafted elite quarterbacks. Yeah. I didn't wait. Like I have Kyler Murray in a lot of my leagues. Yeah. Um, that was, that's a big person saving me. I grabbed deck, but you know, if I would have waited, maybe I wouldn't have gotten the Matthew Stafford, the Tom Brady's that would have, you know, also been helping. Um, well, speaking of Julio and, or Julio <laughs> speaking of, uh, Oh yeah. Some injuries. Yeah. Some injuries here. Um, your boy, uh, we we're just talking about AJ Brown. He's hurt, and so is Julio. That's that's an interesting situation going on in Tennessee. Um, so, are, are we staying away from the Tennessee Titans in our survivor pool this week? I think you have to. Apparently, I heard they were both moving really heavy furniture, and it was the same piece of furniture, and they both fell at the same time and strained their, both their right hamstrings. That what? It was just the weirdest thing. But that's, furniture. Yeah, that's what you, it was. Are you being serious right now? I don't. I don't know. All right, continue. But they both have hurt hamstrings. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't know. AJ Brown's, like like Brown's having a full season too. I that, that's one of your wide, your top wide receivers there too. That Remember that scene in Friends? A little bit of a tangent. Remember that scene in Friends when Ross and uh, oh geez, why am I blanking on his name? But they're moving the couch and they're yelling pivot, pivot. I'm a Seinfeld guy. Oh my lord, come on. Seinfeld man. Come on, man. Seinfeld. 
You're the worst. No, I'm the best. Chandler. I can't believe I blanked on his name, Ross and Chandler. You're the worst. All right. Sorry for my tangent there. Uh, yeah, you already mentioned IR, not, or IR, no IR for CMC. Uh, yeah, James White got his hip sub, sub, sublation. I was practicing that earlier because uh, he's out for the rest of the year, but I'm pretty sure it's the same injury Fitzpatrick had. Yeah. Except Fitzpatrick didn't have to get surgery. So Except Fitzpatrick's um, uh, bones are made of, of steel. Yeah, and- exactly. <laughs> it's that beard oil he rubs all yeah. over his body. Helps you get 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 steel. Um, all right, guys. So there's your news and notes. There's some of the injuries. There really isn't a lot. We're getting ready for week four. Thank God. Um, oh, I do want to recap. I lied. I lied. Two questions with three fingers up. Is Cooper Cup going to be the wide receiver one the rest of the year? Question number one. Eric? I'm going to say no because Matthew Stafford is going to eventually get hurt because he always gets hurt. And Robert Woods is going to have to get uh, some, uh, some love here by Robert Woods. Robert Woods does do this often where he he's very quiet throughout the beginning half the year. And then at the back half of the year, he's like a top five wide receiver. Um, Now it's a new quarterback. So, you know, I I don't necessarily know if that's going to happen, but you know, I do expect Robert Woods to get some love going down the stretch, yeah. but I do expect fully expect Cooper Cup Cup to be uh, a guaranteed top ten wide receiver. Oh, top ten, yeah. Through, you know, for the season, just top, not even top five. I mean, it's just he's he, fourteen he, points ahead. I'm right? saying he's guaranteed top ten. I'm more. saying guaranteed top ten. With a very good chance to be top five on the on you know if, if this continues obviously he's going to be top five potentially number one, but I I'm not going to lie I had him ranked one of the highest wide receivers before the season than a lot of people that I saw. I did not expect this, so like the fact that I'm seeing this happening and I'm actually watching every game, I I. I have a really tough time thinking he will not be top five. Like I have a really tough time thinking that at all. And I, I have, I have a tough time thinking the guy's not going to be top three. Like Matthew Stafford loves him. And if, and, and that's the crazy thing is like Higby's not doing insane. Robert Woods isn't performing at all. So Higby is able to get in the game. He did two out of three games. He's done kind of well, but if Woods starts showing up again, then he's going to get covered in a cup's, comes back to being open. Like McVay is just doing such a good job of moving this offense and getting the play calls and using Van Jefferson. Um, I don't know. I'm. I agree. He's got the most touchdowns. He, he, he has the most second most targets. You know. He has the most yards. Like he's got the most catch. Like he's gonna be. He's Stephon Diggs last year, except Stephon Diggs doesn't have the touchdowns that Cooper Cup's gonna have. You know, because Diggs led in targets, catches, and yards. I don't know. It's gonna be real interesting. Okay, I, I agree. I love Cooper. You know, I love Cooper Cup. Yeah, he was my guy. He was, I he was just, my guy last year. I told you. I yeah, wish, I wish yeah I he was, was your guy. He was your guy. But guess who drafted him? This guy. Um, that last question. Uh, another guy that I tried getting rid of for the last couple of years. I'm I'm really happy that nobody bought him in Dynasty. Mike Williams, fifth year breakout. Is it true? Now we need fifth year breakouts for wide receivers. Um. So is he for real, guys? Like Mike Williams right now, wide receiver two. He's got four touchdowns. He's got one touchdown each game. Herbert's looking good. 
I think it's more, real deal, more targets man. than Keenan Allen. I mean, Temple two less targets. You know, sorry, he, he's he, you know, he's not going to be getting two touchdowns every single game, but Justin Herbert's the real deal. I mean, Keenan Allen's on the other side, which is going to be drawn away protect <clears throat> our uh, coverage from him. Um, he's always had the talent. He's sh- always shown the flashes. He just always had those injuries that really kept him off the field. If he can stay healthy, stay on the field. Justin Herbert, you know, keeps up what he's doing. You know, you saw what they just did against the Chiefs. So, I mean, I, th- I think this is it. This is it. Like I said, he stays healthy. This is his breakout year. This is it. Yeah. I'm, this The start of this season has kind of taught me a lesson that we got to be more patient with some of these players, especially at the wide receiver position. Look what Christian Kirk is doing this year. I traded him in a few leagues just like a toss-up, toss-in, just to get – you know, whatever I was trading for. And now I'm kind of kicking myself and because some of these players are slowly starting to actually produce. Yeah. You, you have Hollywood, Hollywood Brown in, in, um, in Baltimore. What is he in his third year now, guys? Uh, Christian Kirk, third, third or fourth year. And, and Mike Williams, fifth year. I mean, I don't know if he can sustain being wide receiver two. Is that what he, what you said he is, Anthony? He's wide receiver two. Right now, yep. Yeah. I don't think he can sustain that. Um, but I could see him ending up being a, in the in the top twenty for sure. He might want to be in the biggest steal of the draft, man. He's yeah. he's going to be up there. Him, um, Stafford's going to be up there. Um, all right. So uh, I just had to get those questions out of the way because they've been getting me for a little bit. Um, because I like I said, I'm I'm excited and move Mike Williams. I still don't know if I should believe in Mike Williams, but it's tough I, not to believe in Justin Herbert. I think it's I think if you have him in a dynasty league. You can shop him, and I would shop him just because, uh, like I always say, if this is the highest value that 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 player can get you, so you can get a bigger, a better player, then you should definitely try to shop him and see what you can get. Yeah, I mean, if, if someone wants to give you a first round, pick I want to say one Mike, list. If someone wants to give you a first round pick from Mike Williams, are you saying no? Oh, I'm definitely selling him. For that. Yeah. Well, I, well. See, like I just said that to you, though. Like I just said that, and I'm not sure because you would do it. it. You would do it. I mean, yes and no, but at the same point, if if Mike Williams is going to become that X wide receiver that they were talking about, and the X wide receiver is going to be a thousand plus yards, ten plus touchdowns with Justin Herbert for the next five years, I might not give up a first round pick for that. That's why I mean. Right now, in a vacuum, yes, I would. Today, I would. Yeah. Right now, you would. I just I wouldn't be surprised if three weeks from now I'm regretting that. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's. I mean, but you listen, could regret any trade the, three weeks from now. The big reason why people they they don't they don't think that you can have fifth year breakouts is because they see the you know over the past you know the, almost the, decade the, now the, since 2014 you know OBJ Mike Evans. You've had Juju, you know, Michael Thomas, all those guys, they've they've produced right out, right out of the gate. Now Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, like you said, all of them, they've produced right out of the gate. But before that, like, it really was wide receivers used to take a good three years to develop. Yeah. Three to I mean, four years. Just look at Kelvin Ridley, D.J. Moore. Both of them took about three years to really turn into what they're they're becoming. Um and yeah, you just some guys they just need time. Not everybody's going to be an elite all out wide receiver, but 
you know. I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of acquiring players, why don't we talk about our buys and sells? Uh, so let's get into that segment here. Uh, Keenan, why don't you get us started with uh, what do we do? I believe two buys and two sells each. Yeah, I'll get us started out. I'll uh, start off with your boy Kyle Pitts. Um, I think there's the time to buy right right now. Um, that whole Atlanta offense is underperformed. Kyle Pitts is. The, was a no-show pet this past week. I mean, Lee Smith was the tight end that got the touchdown for him. Um, I think eventually this offense will figure it out. I, I know, Antonio, you've been trying to convince me that they're going to figure it out, and and the offensive coordinator, the new offensive coordinator there is going to eventually use that off, use his players to, the strength, to their strengths. Um, but, yeah, I think I, Kyle Pitts is a very talented player, obviously, so – why not try to buy him at a cheap and at a cheap rate right now? Um, if you could trade like Miles Gaskin, like I did a couple weeks back, would you do it for Kyle Pitts? Right this 100%. second, yeah. Uh, my next one is OBJ, guys. Um, I didn't think that OBJ was going to be used this much. Um, I believe he what he had a target share of twenty five percent, and he was in on almost a hundred. I think he was like 40 out of 50 plays. I forgot what the stat was um, this past week. And with Landry out and still on the IR, he's guaranteed wide receiver one on that team. Um, I think OB, I think OBJ is still a talented player. And I think if you can trade Miles Gasket for OBJ, I think you would you would you would do that because I think you're getting a more talented player. I hate I hate that I keep using Miles Gaskin in these in these examples, but that's who I traded for, uh, to get these players. Um, and, uh, so I was a miles Gaskin fan last year. Um, but yeah, those are my two buys. Let me do my sales. No, that, I that, think, uh, I think we'll have Eric work on his buys. Why don't you tell us about your buys, Eric? Yeah. It's two guys that were already somewhat mentioned earlier. My first one is CD lamb. Um, you know, he had kind of a down week last week, but and, and I kind I just you know, you're not really gonna get him cheap, but I kinda wanna capitalize on last week. You know, Dalton Schultz isn't gonna get almost hundred yards and two touchdowns a game. Um, you know, those those are gonna shift back to CD. Um and he's already, you know, he's showing that connection that he's had with Dak Prescott first you know, through the first few games. So, you know, try and get him, see what you can do, try and flip like I don't know. I, you know, I'd trade like Terry McLaurin for CD. See if you can do that straight up or something like that, you know, and try and work something out. But my second guy um, on the other side of Mike Williams is Keenan Allen. You know, this guy I think is going to be a league winner. Um, he said 33 targets for through the first three weeks. You know, that that's just something you, you can't pass up if you can. And on top of that, a good reason why he's my buy is because a lot of people don't want Keenan Allen for every year in year out. He's always a top 10 guy. A lot of the times top five guy and he's just nobody <clears throat> wants him. Um, he's going to get the targets. If Mike Williams has his breakout year, that that's, you know, only going to help him. Um, Justin Herbert again, continuing his greatness. So um, do what you can to get these guys on your team and, and they're going to help you win some championships. Yeah, man, I like uh, I like those two buys. Those are two prolific wide receivers. Obviously, Keenan, I'm liking 
Kyle Pitts. Uh, I got Calvin Ridley. I I know we we both kind of stuck with the Falcons here, but look, man, I rewatched that game. I'm just gonna echo kind of what you said. Um, Matt Ryan is just he's just dumping the ball down. He's not going down the field. They're not challenging safeties at all. Uh, they're not even challenging def- the, the DBs on the outside. Like I don't even know honestly what they're doing right now. The only thing that I can come down to is last season we talked about Matt Ryan and how high we were on the Falcons, and he's got a leap year. You know, every other year Matt Ryan usually performs well. Now last year he didn't really uh, live up to the expectation, but every other year he either had a top three finish or a lower than eighth finish. Um, especially when he had a, a new offensive coordinator because he had a new offensive coordinator every two years. Uh, Arthur Smith is struggling right now to figure it out. I just I think that's really what it is. Is they're all just struggling. Uh, I hope they get it together sooner than later, but Kelvin Ridley is not getting used properly. He only has 29 targets. I say, you know, I, I say only that that's a lot of targets. I mean, he's on pace for almost 170 targets. So uh, we can't complain about that, but his yards per reception is very, very low. He's only got 8.8 yards per catch right now. Uh, he's, he's a career 13 and a half. Uh, so that's got to correct itself. He's only got one touchdown. Um, get, get Kelvin Ridley guys. He's too talented for it not to, um, not to fix itself. And speaking of, uh, another talented wide receiver, he's a rookie Jalen Waddle. And this guy just got targeted 12 times last week. He has 26 targets total. Uh, he has 22 catches on that. So again, not somebody that's averaging too high, uh, yards per per, yards per reception, but that's going to fix itself. He's a deep play threat. He's a yards after catch player. Um, he's someone that Brissett was leaning on. He's someone that Tua was leaning on. So when Tua comes back, he's going to figure it out. Um, I mean, we're seeing the rumors about the Dolphins possibly trading for Watson. I'm not going to bring that up really right now, but the only reason I am is because it's improvement on the quarterback. Uh, but Brissett's performing well. Uh, they're playing against the Colts this week, his uh, ex-team. So I think he's going to want to show up. I think Jalen Waddle is a nice buy. I like Jalen Waddle a lot. I really do. Yeah, he's he just he looks good, man. And like yeah. just even when he's catching the ball, he just makes it look so smooth and natural. Um, I, I think he's gonna be a really good player in this league. Uh yeah. so uh Jalen Waddle and Calvin Ridley, Keenan had Kyle Pitts and OBJ, and Eric had Seaton Lamb and Keenan Allen. Uh so I'm gonna start us off. Actually, Keenan, start us off with yourselves. Sure. Uh first one is uh Melvin Gordon. Um guys. Yeah, he's having a great start to the year. He's he's obviously playing better than uh, Javante Williams, and they're, and they're they're pretty much at a fifty fifty split right now uh, between carries and uh, touch, touches. Uh, but there's no way he's going to remain in the top fifteen um, running back. Uh, where he, I don't think he's getting enough enough touches because he is in a fifty fifty split right now. Where to remain in the top fifteen, he's he's only got forty two carries and seven targets so far this year. Um, and nearly 30% of his uh, fantasy points came in, came on one carry. That 70-yard touchdown run in week one. Um, so, obviously, Williams is the is future in that backfield. And and uh, with Melvin Gordon aging, and he's one injury away from from giving up that that backfield completely to um, to Williams. I I think this is the time to sell. Um, my other one is Zach Moss. Uh, he's had a couple great games here. Uh, Miami scored a touchdown. I believe he scored a rushing and a passing touchdown this past week also. Um, but I don't see him continuing his success in that Buffalo Bills offense. A couple reasons. I, this is almost a hot – whoever has a hot hand um, is going gonna, is gonna to be 
the lead back that that game. Um, so I could see Singletary having a, leading leading the backfield one game and Zach Moss leading the next, or Josh Allen getting most of the carries because he's one of the better uh, running quarterbacks in the league. But the other reason is it's a it's a heavy pass offense and they don't really involve their running backs in the pass game. Um, and when Josh Allen is clicking, they're not going to run the ball. So sell Zach Moss. Oh, Anthony, uh, you must be on mute there. Um, but I'm going to go with my cells. Uh, good oh. call. You good? Yeah, here, I'll, I'll go with my cells. Um, my first one is Chase Claypool. You know, 15 targets. Um, like I just said with my buys, capitalize on that. Um, we saw it last year. You know, people are going to – they're going to – Jump on what he showed last year, that one game where he had like four touchdowns. They're going to jump on this 15 targets, and you, you'll you be able to flip them. Flip them for someone, you know, maybe maybe Chase Claypool plus a piece for like Terry McLaurin, like I just said before, you know, somebody like that, and you know, just capitalize on that because this is not going to happen every week. We saw it last year, kind of flip-flops between, you know, whether it's Juju or, or, or Claypool. Um, I know Juju got hurt. I uh, don't think he's going to miss any significant time at all, though. So, um, Najee had a great game too. So, and I think they're going to continue to use him. So, um, just capitalize it. Try see if you can get a better guy um, and go from there. Um, and then James Robinson, uh, him as well. Try and try and just upgrade to another running back. Um, you know, if, if Josh Jacobs is going to be healthy, I'd flip Robinson for Jacobs. Um, you know, or, or, you know, just try and do something like that. Like I said, you know, we saw in the first two games, Robinson isn't going to be a huge piece in this offense. At least I don't think so. So uh, just try and flip him for a better piece and see what you can get. Who is that? James Robinson, you said? Yep. You don't think he's going to be a big piece? No. I mean, in the first two weeks, he wasn't really like a huge – piece to the offense and if they want to get Trevor Lawrence going they got to get DJ Shark and your boy LaVisca going so and they just traded for Dan Arnold so I think they want to pass more and I know Robinson had had some some work in the passing passing game but I think they traded you know CJ Henderson for Dan Arnold for a reason I think they like him I think Arnold has shown a lot of you know a lot of flashes in the past couple of years um and he's right around that age for a tight end breakout so I like him. That's fair. Okay. I was just wondering. That's fair. Uh, all right, man. So my my two cells. Uh, first one is Adam Thielen, forever hater. That is me. Uh, take advantage of Adam Thielen. Like, so he had 30 points, 15 points, 17 points uh, for these first three weeks. I have a feeling, and I wouldn't be surprised if week one winds up being his best season, his best game of the year. Uh, he had nine catches, 92 yards, and two touchdowns. I – I've had an issue with Adam Thielen forever because the guy doesn't get touchdowns outside the 15-yard line. Is that an issue? Absolutely not. It's not an issue. But when Kirk Cousins is your quarterback and you have Justin Jefferson on the other side, sometimes to me that isn't it. And you have Delvin Cook you know, behind you. Sometimes it is to me an issue. But you know, he keeps getting those short-yarded touchdowns. He has four so far. He's tied for second in the league. Um I don't know. I just I feel like you can you can definitely swap him out for someone like uh, DJ Moore, 
Uh, you can maybe capitalize on uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, so I don't, um, you know, get Marquise Brown plus, get some Chris Godwin. I don't know. I feel like you could definitely get somebody uh, and capitalize on Adam Thielen. Uh, with that being said, I also think that a sell would be Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem yeah. Hunt is taking up Nick Chubb right now. He just had 27 points. He had 17 points the first week. Um, he's I'm not going to keep that up, guys. No, he's, he, he's RB7. He was one of my stresses this past week. And then when I looked at the the box score, I was like, ooh, that did, that's not a good look, Keenan. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about my week three. Uh, week three was just rough all around, man. It was it was odd. But, um, yeah, no, get rid of Kareem Hunt just because uh, he's great. He's, he's the best handcuff to have. But that's still what he is as a handcuff, even though Cleveland likes to run the ball. Uh, he is being productive in the receiving game, but it's two or three catches a game. Now, while, while that's good, yeah, it's not something for me that I want as my – you know, RB2, for example, um, and, and he can't keep giving you 15-plus points every single week. Um, Nick Chubb's great. So uh, that would be our cells. So I just had uh, Kareem Hunt and Adam Thielen. Keenan, you had Zach Moss and Melvin Gordon, and Eric had Chase Claypool and James Robinson. All right, guys. So make sure you're following us on Twitter, at DynastyMafia underscore FF. Uh, make sure you're following me on Twitter, at Antonio Denisi FF. Uh, make sure you're following Keenan at Keenan underscore seven one six and uh, Eric at Biggie underscore FF. Uh, make sure you're checking us out on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, give us some likes. Make sure to hit the bell so you can uh, get notified every time we are online. Come check us out. Um, all right, guys. So let's talk about some of the games coming up here into week four. Um, I know we wanted to talk about some headliners. We got Thursday night game coming on tonight if you're listening Probably was yesterday if you didn't catch up with us till Friday. Um, so we talked a little bit about it earlier. It's the former first-round picks, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, battling each other. You got Jamar Chase defying everybody um, with his three touchdowns, four touchdowns so far, excuse me, in three games um, on his only 11 catches. So he gets to face a really tough defense that just got rid of C.J. Henderson. Like we said, Trevor Lawrence is doing uh, bad. Keenan, what do you think is going to happen with this game? Um, who do you think is going to win, and who do you think your favorite player of the game is going to be? Oh, who's going to win? I'll go with the Bengals. Uh, at the Jags, I don't know. Their coaching situation is a mess. Um, they just can't put up, put everything together. Even with a, uh, what was it, a 107-yard seven yard, uh one oh nine, one oh nine, with a kick return, um, or whatever missed kick return, or what? I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. That's how bad the Jags are. But um, even with with that big play, they still ended up finding finding a way to lose. Um, I'll go with the I'll go with the Bengals, and I think Joe Mixon has a great game. I he he had a great week one, kind of uh, disappeared the last couple weeks, but I think he bounces back here, um, gets a touchdown, and you know. Gets five receptions, fifty yards, and hundred yard rushing. Let's say the Jags aren't good. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like Joe Mixon. I, I think that's a good one. Um, all right, I think that's going to be an interesting game. Hopefully, uh, by the time you listen to it, Keenan got it all called right. Uh, but start your Jamar Chases. That's for sure. Start your James Robinson, Eric, or no? Yeah. No, they're going to be playing from behind. Yeah. All right. Um, no James start- Robinson. Start LaVisca. Start Visca. What about um okay? All right. So Carolina and Dallas. That's gonna be a hell of a game. 
Darnold's bouncing back. He's been performing well. He's got back-to-back 300-yard games for the first time in his career. Um, we're going to see Chuba Hubbard play. We got Dallas coming up. They're deciding if they want to pass. They're deciding if they want to run. Uh, Eric, how's this game going to play out, and who's the top player you think uh, you're going to be watching for in this game? I mean, I just talked about my boy C.D. Lamb. Um, yeah. You know, is C.J. Henderson going to be playing? I mean, he just got traded. I was right. It's not like oh, he'll be playing. Is, yeah, yeah he passed the physical. Yeah, he'll be. I mean, they're probably honestly. I'm I'm thinking they're just gonna stick him either on Cooper, probably gonna be Cooper to be honest, and just let him shadow. I don't think he'll learn enough yet that he couldn't do otherwise. But we'll see. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. True, true. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, we we saw Carolina. They can drive the the ball downfield. Um, Put up some points, whether it's it's passing or rushing. Sam Darnold, you know, two rushing touchdowns. Um, but you know, Dallas is going to put up a ton of points, like they like they usually do. Um, but I like I like CD Lamb as always. You know, Zeke he shows some some goodness there. But you know, what really stinks about Zeke is, you know, everyone is probably going to look at last week and as a good thing for Zeke, but. Pollard still had double-digit touches for 60 yards. I mean, that turned Zeke 90 yards into 150. Um, he did, but when it came to who needed to score and when they needed the yards, they put Zeke in. I don't know. Yeah. I, I really feel like that was a that was truly a look, Zeke. Like feed Zeke. It was just I'm asking. I'm hungry. Feed me. I don't know. Yeah, there. That could have been. Yeah. Are you worried know, about Pollard going forward or? I'm still not worried about Pollard. I still think you should trade him if you don't have Zeke. Um, what about DJ Moore, though? Do you think he's going to perform well? Seventh right now in yards in the league. Um, just put up 126 and what What was it, like 120 yards just in a half and only had like one catch for the rest of the game? Well, that's that's, yeah, that's our buddy go. Savion's fault. Remember, he's like, <laughs> Yo, Savion's going to have all – or Savion. Savion texted us. He's like, on this rate, DJ Moore's going to have 100 catches. Today he's wide open every time. After that tax, one catch. <laughs> I blame you, Savvy. I blame you. I blame you to, to hell. Um, all right, okay. I think that's um again, same thing. Start probably start every player you got there. Start your chuba, start your oh, what about Robbie Anderson? Are you dropping Robbie Anderson? He really, really hasn't performed well at all. I was gonna uh, Darnold. It's yeah, weird, the Darnold right? connection from the Jets. Um, it's not there. You know, Anderson had 14 yards and or 14 points in the first week with that touchdown, the long touchdown. But since then, he's had eight targets and only four catches. Yeah, I think you hold on to him just because of Moore's big game last week. I feel like defense are going to slowly start shifting to that side of the field. Um, so let's see how he does the next couple weeks before you make that call. I wouldn't want I, I wouldn't want you to drop him and then have him have a you know, a 10, 10 reception game. I think it's a yeah. huge win for DJ Moore, just knowing that Darnold had that connection with Robbie Anderson and going to a new team and still knowing that he's sticking with DJ Moore. That That's great news for the future. Yeah, 31 targets so far. He's on pace for the most career targets um, and the best quarterback throwing it to him. So um, DJ Moore is killing it. Uh, the Giants at New Orleans. So New Orleans has been uh, – Besides week two, really handily, their defense has been handling some opponents pretty nicely. Uh, Jameis Winston's had a good, has a good touchdown uh, percentage uh, for the season. 
But do you think Daniel Jones is going to be able to get it going again? Do you think Saquon Barkley is ready to have that breakout week everybody's waiting for? He scored a touchdown last week. Um, he's week. starting to get the touches. He did. He did. Um, do you think it's finally time for Barkley to have over 100-plus yards and a touchdown, or is this still not the week, Keenan? Yes. Yes. I. You should have bought Barkley last week. Um, got an easy easy schedule coming up, and I, I, I still think Barkley is one of the best running backs in the game. Um, that offensive line kind of kind of a little not as bad as I thought it was going to be, I guess, because um, last year they were pretty rough before we got hurt. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, this is his game. This is the game. If if last last week wasn't the game, this is the game where he breaks out. Are you playing Kenny Galladay? No, I'm not. And I, I'm, you know, I don't know what happened with Kenny Galladay. I loved him in Detroit. I don't know if it was because he has effort on it, throwing the ball, but is he going to show up? Because I was pretty high on him in redraft leagues, and I, I was happy to get him in the seventh round, eighth round to be my wide receiver two. But he's definitely not my wide receiver two anymore in any, any of my leagues. Yeah, he's been very disappointing. Um, I also had high hopes for him. I didn't – for some I'm reason, not, I lost any conviction in August on him, so I didn't get him in any leagues. But yeah. um, if you're going to – if you're considering a drop in Robbie, Robbie Anderson, you should be considered a drop, drop in Galladay almost. Yeah. That's how that's how bad it's been. That's true. And and now that they report that they want to get uh, their first-round uh, wide receiver uh, – what's his face? Uh, yeah, involved. I – I don't know how. I don't know if that's good for Galladay, but I mean, he, there was that Thursday night game where Galladay was yelling at Danny at at, uh, at his quarterback, um, Danny Dimes, and I, I, it just feels like something's off with with that team. Yeah, are you starting Winston? Is he a start for you? Is he a top twelve play? Winston, Jameis, famous, uh, Jameis. How about that interview a couple weeks ago? Did you catch that? No, what do you want to tell me? He uh, there's something about his like I forget what it, I forget who it was like maybe like a friend and he told him what to do. I don't know. You got to watch it, but he's he's hilarious. He's every time he's in front of a camera, I, my I'm listening to him because he says the silliest things. But uh, <laughs> would you hear Jalen Hurts after their game on Monday? No, what did he say? He said uh, I went to bed because because the Eagles are dumb and they made me go to bed at like. 10 o'clock, but it what did he sad. say? Yeah. Dude, Hertz had 24 points still, though. Yeah, I mean, with how crappy he did. How many times did he throw the ball? Well, the whole team. Yeah, well, I know, and he probably had a lot of net yards. I don't even want to look at that passing yards. Um, but, no, he said, so uh, well, I'm trying to think. He said, um, so when you take a number two, you don't just stand there and stare at it. <laughs> you, you flush it down <laughs> and you move on. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that. I, I didn't know if that was if that was from this past week or if the yeah, or uh, what. Was, but I did hear that. I, uh, I have to. Uh, that I was, was cracking up. I was cracking yeah. up when I saw but that. I already, not to jump from uh, New Orleans, but uh, the Eagles do a great job of not giving their best players the ball. A great yeah, job. We could, we could yeah. talk about them, them in Kansas City. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Miles Sanders, two carries. Not just Miles Sanders. That they, they have Smith. They don't. They don't even try to get him in oh, offense. Yeah. Like, like at least be a little bit of creative. Like the Bills use Isaiah freaking McKenzie. They have him doing in the backfield. They have him motioning. 
it's just there's no creativity at all. You know what's frustrating? Trayvon Diggs, the cornerback for uh, Dallas, he, uh, he, so he played at Alabama. Devon Smith played at Alabama. Jalen Hurts was at Alabama. Like, I, I just feel like for some reason Jalen Hurts looked like he was nervous. He just wasn't playing like he has. He looked like – I mean, he's only – what, he's only his seventh game, so he looks like a rookie. He still is technically a rookie. But, like, that pick six was horrible. That was bad. Like, like you know he knows your tendencies, and you literally just snapped him through it. I mean, I know Devonta Smith fell, but I feel like yeah. that was still I, I feel like – I don't know if he gets picked off if he doesn't fall. Ah, uh, maybe. But um, Trayvon Diggs is good, man. I think yes. they, they got a good player. Yeah. Uh, so Kansas City, Orleans. Philly. Back to New Orleans on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Who are they playing? The Giants? I mean, the Giants. Come on. Um, top 15, you said? Quarterback? Top, top 12. Oh, QB1. Uh, probably not. Probably not. Not for me. Yeah, so far, so far he had the five touchdowns uh, in week one. Yeah. And then he had. He laid a goose egg against Atlanta. Yeah, later goose egg. Then he had two touchdowns with just 120 yards. Yeah. So in total, he's only he's he still has under 400 passing yards in three games. Yeah. Um. They they haven't needed to do much, but they're two and one. Um. So uh, Kansas City and Philly. So for Kansas City, it sounds like start all your Kansas Cities. Um. Philly just looked horrible. I they really need to make a big rebound. I'm not sure if they will, but I would I would still play all of your uh play all your Eagles as well. So, uh, Eric, why don't you talk to us about the Arizona and Rams game? Arizona at the Rams, a really exciting week. The Rams just took down Tampa Bay. What do you think is going to happen? Who's someone you're looking out for? Can I go with the over on this one? Um, I mean, it's like like the other last game I talked about, start everybody in this one. Uh, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, uh, start Stafford. He's going to have a great week. Maybe even maybe even Bobby Woods there. Um, uh, the only thing I don't know is the running backs in this game. I might be a little weary about them. Um, I mean, Chase Edmonds, he's been having some good weeks. He'll, he'll be a decent flex option, but he still hasn't done anything crazy. I'm done um, with him. At least not. Yeah? I'm done. Like, it's, it, it's making me sad. Yeah, I'm just done. It's it's not even worth the flex anymore. He had one chance at the two yard line, didn't get in, and then with James Conner the rest of the game, like mm-hmm. give him another, like give him another shot. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. He's so much better in the passing game, but if he's not getting any carries, it's you know what it is. What these coaches do, I feel like it's more if you're a good pass blocker, you're in the game now more than than uh, it's helpful. It really is, and and that's what um, what's the other running back's name? Why can't I? You just said his name. Not for for Arizona. Oh, Edmonds. Edmonds. Well, who's who's the backup there? Well, technically Edmonds, but James yeah, Connor. James Connor. Yeah, Connor. Yeah, I feel like he he's in there because they're going to throw the ball a lot, and and it, they'll use him as an extra blocker. And so let's keep, let's reward him for blocking. That's that's the way. So that's the way coaches think. They're they're dumb and they they think that way. And and you know, but that'd be fine if he was still going to get some of the goal line carries, like or the opportunities at least. I mean, if he would just get, he still doesn't doesn't have a touchdown yet. Um, and I think Connor has four now. So I don't know. It's yeah, just it's it's frustrating. He's he's a lot more is, talented. The good thing I guess is you know he'll be a decent flex option just because you know the passing work. But yeah, it does say like if they would just give him the workload, like oh 
man. Well, I mean, that's the crazy. same thing can be said for Connor. Though. Keep an eye on him. I mean, he's probably a buy too. If if Evans keeps not producing, you know, Connor's eventually probably going to get more of the work. Um, so who wins that game, Eric? Oh, that's a good one. Is that a, that? That better be like a Sunday night game. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's four or five, but the Rams are minus four right now. Classic. The Rams are minus four. I mean, just straight up, I think the Rams are going to win it. They are. They're just on fire. I mean, both teams are on fire, but uh, I don't know. Like I said, go with the over on this one. It's going to be a fun one to watch, but I think the Rams pull it out. I agree. I'm really excited for that game, but I, I I can't see the Rams doing what they just did against Tampa Bay to not be able to beat Arizona. I know Brady's not mobile like Kyler, but uh, that's just going to be tough. A um, couple more games left, guys. Uh, Keenan, Seattle, and San Francisco. Um, this is a big NFC West matchup. Seattle, Seattle might go one and three. Yeah, Seattle they needs did. to win. Is they it going to happen? Who's going to be the best player for Seattle? Is it going to be for Lockett? I don't think San Francisco has been that great. They did they almost lose to the to the Lions a couple weeks ago. They did. And no, and no, then, the Ravens. Ravens. The, you sure it wasn't the Lions too? That they had it a could have been. yeah. Keep it going. I'll, I'll but do um, and then last week they fell behind to the Packers and they came back. But I don't think they've looked that great. Um, and I mean Seattle, they've blown. In both their losses, they've blown, blown double-digit leads, one to the Titans and whoever they played last week, I totally forgot. But um, I'm going to go with Seattle. I think they desperately need to get back on a winning winning track here, and I, I know it's in San Francisco, but I'm going to go with Seattle. And I think a player to watch here, guys, is Brandon Ayuk. Finally came out. Came out. He decided to play some football this past week. Got a touchdown at, at five catches. Um, but watch him. And if you if you get him, uh, that's another by by low candidate. Him. Um, I think he's the most talented wide receiver on that team. And I, I think eventually Shanahan. Um, hopefully, hopefully it's not an injury that's keeping him keeping him uh, keeping him out of out of the game. But um, I think Shanahan eventually gets him more involved in in that. On that, on that pass in the passing game, there. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I agree, it's going to be a shootout. Um, that's tough. Like, that's tough for me though. Like George Kittle, it was really nice to see him get some yards. He needs yeah, to start getting some touchdowns. They used him in the passing game instead yeah. of a uh, a blocker. Instead of a straight blocker, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was good to see him get involved. Oh, yeah, um, they, they beat the Lions week one, 41 33. Yeah, I was just looking they, at that. They, they, the they blew them out. They blew them out. Yeah, yeah. two garbage time touchdowns. I remember that game now. Yeah, okay. But still, you're right, though. 33 points, you know, it is what it is. Um, you guys see the speaking comment of potential blowout, oh, Russ has beat the 49ers. Russ has beat the 49ers 15 times in the last 19. There we go. Oh, there we go. I was. I like Look that. that. Look at that from Joe. That's good to know. Like it's especially with an NFC West showdown, they're always tended to to get a lot of points in there. And um, Russ is going to cook. You know, Pete Carroll said it himself. Um, all right, so let's get into speaking of blowouts. Tampa Bay at New England. Tom Brady coming home. It's one of my I teasers. It's going to be a blowout. It's one of my teasers. I think he's pissed. Yeah, he's. Mad. Um, 
I think I think five touchdowns is on the line again. He's going to break the passing touchdown record. I was just about to ask you, did they stop the game? Uh, I think they'll stop the game and he'll get uh, the ball. He'll give it to someone. They'll all do a round of plots. I think that's what happened with Breeze. If I yeah, remember. but Breeze was, was at home. He was oh, in New Orleans. Oh, I see what you're saying. This is in New that's England. The, if yeah, I'm, if I'm Bill, I mean, if I'm Bill, no, if I'm Bill I'm saying, be. nope, nope, don't stop the game. Keep going. They've known they've known for like uh, what six months now that he was going to try to break this record at that time. So hopefully they are all respectful. Like he he did a lot for them. It's like he plans oh, this crap. The NFL totally planned it. No, he plans this. Not the NFL. Oh, yeah. He plans this. In his head last year, he already did the math. He's like, I need this many yards each game so I could break it in New England. Just hundred percent. He he's that he's crazy. Now he wants to play till fifty. Is he? Doesn't he want to like? Does he, he want to hang out with last? his wife? And no, his he's kids. a robot. <laughs> he, I'm pretty sure he he injects adamantium or takes some type of adamantium pills. Um, so he's got to he's got to have some kind of robotic technology in his arm. I mean, come on. I just love watching him throw. I don't know what it is. It's 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 weird, but hey, I, I do. every year in December and January, I'm like, oh, this is his last year. He can't throw it 20 yards. September, October comes back. That ball is on a line every goddamn time. I'm like, what is going on? Why is this guy still good? We're gonna find out. There's like some secret uh, enhancer that nobody even knows about yet. Yeah. Performance enhancer that Tom Brady knows about. Like, can he just give it to Alan, please? <laughs> but um, what about this story that uh, Brady wanted to have a one-on-one with Belichick after he signed with Tampa, and Bill said, "Just call me." Bill said, "I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you." <laughs> yeah, it's there's. I don't know, man. There's He's there's something with like business is business, but like, I know. Come on, you had six, you won six Super Bowls. You had all this success for two two decades. Like you would think, like you you would be closer with with the you know the player that is the main reason why you won six Super Bowls. Yeah, he's a little full of himself, maybe right there. Um, all right, so let's end it up with the Monday night game. I uh, know I might be echoing a little bit. I apologize for that. Um, but we got our last our last game Monday night Vegas. I was apologizing to you, Keenan. No, you're fine. Like I don't hear an echo. Oh, all right. Well, I still don't apologize to you. <laughs> Vegas and the Chargers Monday night football. You got your uh, league passing leader Derek Carr. Just over 1,200 yards, averaging over 400 yards a game. I don't know what the hell is going on, but Derek Carr is doing it, guys. The Raiders it's are three and zero. It's over. It's over this week. Yeah, yeah the car, car's blowing up. It's a, it's in done. A bad way. It's done. It's, it's going to be done against the Chargers, huh? Yeah, he three. They're done. They're not going to win this game. Who who's okay, turning? Right, Eric, you. Eric, your turn to talk about fantasy. But they're not. Who's winning this game, Eric? Who's the, the big Vegas, player? The Vegas is not winning. Keenan's a hater. I got someone I'm interested to see. What's the line? Um, I believe it is four, four. Yeah, three, three and a half or four. When I saw last. Yeah. For who the Chargers? Chargers, yeah. Minus, um, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. The Raiders are so hard to kind of gauge right they almost now. Almost lost their Dolphins. Yeah, but they didn't. I, they didn't. Um, yeah, no, my spirit. I, I, I think. I think. Yeah, I keep thinking it's right. I think it comes back to reality. I think the Chargers win this one. Um, Keenan Allen's gonna have a great game. I think he's probably going to be the top performer fantasy wise in this, in this game. Um, and I think Mike, Mike, Ev- or Mike Evans, Mike Williams is going to have a good game too. I mean, 
not two touchdown type of game, but I think he's going to catch a few long balls, potentially get in the end zone. Um, but yeah, I mean the Raiders, the Raiders don't look terrible. They don't look as bad as everyone thought. I think it could be, you know, Henry Ruggs is stepping up. Um, obviously, what was that? That's what I'm watching out for. No, that's who. If they could get a W here, they might not that's lose. A, they might not lose for another month. They play the Bears, then they play the Broncos, which are the most overrated three and team ever. Um, and then they play the Eagles, which is a toss up. Then they play the Giants, and then they finally play the Chiefs. So they, man, I don't. Gus Bradley's doing some good stuff with that defense. I mean, and as much as we want to hate, uh, you know, Coach Chucky John Gruden, like the guy knows how to call plays. They're like they are doing it with second year wide receivers, a 29 year old breakout tight end. They don't even have a like Peyton Barber got 113 yards and a touchdown. I mean, come on, like they, like I said, Kenyon Drake's the straight backup. Um, the Raiders are doing good things. Derek Carr is doing good things. He's a quarterback, one moving forward. Like, I know he doesn't generally get the three plus touchdowns every week that you're hoping for from your quarterback that you're starting, but so far he's getting you 300 plus and two touchdowns. So, uh, that's a 20 point week. And uh, you're taking that from a quarterback, you know, regardless. So uh, you need to get Derek Carr on your team. I'm still seeing him on a bit of waiver wires. I, I can't stomach starting him, but you have to start him. Start him over Tannehill. Start him over uh, Burrow. I Start him over Ryan. Start him over – ooh, blanking real quick. Um, start him over Roethlisberger. I would start him over Lamar this week against the Broncos. It's a close one. That's a toss-up. But I don't know. I think he's gonna throw all over. I wouldn't be surprised right, if he gets four hundred yards over there. I, I've I've been having this tough time all week of like trying to debate what I really do, how I really feel about the Raiders, because you know I thought Waller last season was a little bit overhyped. Um, so far I've been a little bit right, but we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like David Carr right now. Okay, let's settle down. All right. Um. All right, let's uh so that that's talked about all of the games so far that we really wanted to hit on. Um there's one last thing we wanted to talk about that um I wanted to catch up from for last week. So just a, a rebound player. So I wanted to close the show out with a rebound player. Uh someone you think that maybe didn't have the best week three that's gonna come back for week four and uh be able to show it for us moving on. So Eric, why don't you round uh round up part of the show with uh, your rebound player? Yeah, it's Jonathan Taylor. Uh, obviously, starting off the year a little bit disappointing. Uh, a few of the other guys on the team getting some work that we were hoping wasn't going to happen. But, you know, they, they're 0-3. They got to get him going. They need to get this offense going. And, and you know, I, I think it's going to turn around. And we're going to see what we saw towards the end of the year with Jonathan Taylor because he's got the talent. He's way more talented than Marlon Mack or um, – um wow Naeem Hines um yeah I don't know I, I it, it's the Dolphins who two is not back right no no so no, I mean they they need to win this revenge game. game yeah yeah but they they need to win this game uh keep the ball out of Miami's hands not necessarily not like it matters but do whatever you can to get him going um but I, I think he gets it done. I think he's getting over 100, and he's getting in the end zone. Cool. Keenan, how about your rebound player? 
Yeah, uh, it's my boy Tyreek Hill. Um, let's be let me be clear. I'm not worried about Tyreek Hill. Um, I think it's going to take a lot more than just the last two games to have me worried about him. Um, I I know he had a I think he had 12 points this past week, and uh, two weeks ago he had a 14 yard performance um, versus versus the Ravens. Um, he'll be he'll be fine. Um, I think I think. They're going to have to get him involved for that team to get back on track. Um, so, yeah, I think he rebounds this week, and I think he has a great game. Simple as that. Simple, simple. Yeah, uh, I've got another wide receiver. Uh, Terry McLaurin had a rough outing last week um, against the Bills, but I don't know how much we really did expect against uh, you know that Vaunt defense uh, playing against Trey White for the most part too, but he's had at least four catches and 62 yards in each game. Um, it's just not what you're expecting from someone that you spent a, a third round pick on. So uh, I think he rebounds this week for sure. Um, he's playing against um, Atlanta, so they're gonna they're gonna possibly be in a shootout. If it's not a shootout, Atlanta doesn't have the best defense. Um, so Heineke has shown that he loves him. Um, so I think he's gonna continue to get the targets, and I think production's coming through. So scary Terry. Uh, with that being said, that's going to wrap up the show. We're going to get our stresses and impresses posted for you guys uh, on Sunday. Decided to be easier to post those um, that route instead of going over them on the show so we could fit a bit more of information in and not bore you for three hours. Um, so with that being said, make sure you're following us again on Twitter at Antonio Denisi FF. Make sure you're following uh, Keenan at Keenan underscore 716. Uh, you're following Eric at Biggie underscore FF and the podcast at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Uh, make sure you're checking out the website at Dynasty Mafia Podcast network and check us out on YouTube, Dynasty Mafia, YouTube.com slash Dynasty Mafia podcast. Uh, thanks again for listening. Great show, everybody. A lot of information. Uh, best of luck for you on week, uh, week four already. I can't believe we're already almost a quarter through the season, guys. Month in. That's crazy. Month in. Uh, getting ready. Tweet us uh, any questions, any start sit advice. Um, don't talk to Eric. Um, he's not going to give you anything. Don't worry. We're just going to flush Eric down that toilet and uh, let that worry about for next time. So thanks again for listening, guys. Wow. And uh, as always, Mafia out. <laughs> <laughs>